Hello, everyone. My name is Akriti Vasudeva, and I'm a research analyst at the Stimson Center. And I'm joined by my good friend, Aman Thakkar, who is an adjunct fellow at CSIS. And we're talking today about takeaways from the Quad In-Person Summit and how the grouping will evolve in the future. So Aman, thank you so much for being uh, with me today. I, I wanted to ask you, you know, the leaders of the Quad comprising the US, India, Japan, and Australia met in person for the first time ever. What do you think was the most interesting or significant outcome of the summit? No, thanks, Akriti. It's so great to do this with you. I think the, the big takeaway for me was, you know, that this is emerged. The Quad is not just a talk shop. I know that was such a big critique of the Quad for so long that it doesn't do anything. Uh, but I think as we've seen from the first virtual summit and now this first in-person summit, they've done a lot. They've set up a lot of working groups and have a lot of things in play. And I think that really signals now, as you know, we see other emerging architectures and mini laterals and you know trilaterals and AUKUS and coming out, that I think I think the quads reached a point where it doesn't need to be insecure about other groups, you know, doing things. That it has a lot going for it across a lot of domains: infrastructure, vaccines, space, uh, knowledge and STEMs, critical technology. So I think you know that's the big takeaway for me is that it's you know it it silenced that critic critique I think a little bit about it being a talk shop, and I think it's also cemented itself as not having to be worried about these other emerging groups. I think that's been a concern recently, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I still don't buy that argument. I, I agree with you, Aman. I, I really do think that the Quad is becoming a key, you know, regional architecture in the Indo-Pacific. And as you were saying, you know, it's providing these public goods, vaccines, capacity building on infrastructure. And I think it is uh, providing these tangible and concrete things that other countries require, especially, you know, emerging as a credible alternative uh, to China. But I, I do think, you know, I, I agree with you that there is more of a focus now on the economic and development side of things. But I don't think, you know, we should forget sort of the security elements of, of the Quad as well. And, you know, I feel like this is becoming a little bit of the hill that I'm going to die on. But just because the Quad is not playing up the security elements doesn't mean that, you know, they're not there and they've been kind of cast off to the side because We've seen that, you know, the Quad countries just finished a military exercise off the coast of Guam, focused on anti-submarine warfare operations. You know, these countries have done uh, counterterrorism and humanitarian assistance disaster relief tabletop exercises. We know that, you know, they're coordinating and, and cooperating together on maritime domain awareness, including at India's Information Fusion Center. So I, I think a lot of those, you know, strategic and security elements are, are still there. What do you think? Yeah, I think you know, this is uh, something that's become, you know, a bit of a, a, a complete now new one. But, you know, uh, the other thing is I don't see sort of security or non-security as like a black and white issue. I mean, there's so much gray area in what we consider security related issues or non-security related issues. I mean, critical technologies have an Im immense Im uh, economic impact, but also security impact. I mean, uh, space, the new working group that they've announced on space is going to have uh, some security elements to that, even though, you know, it's about satellite data and about climate change, there's uh, collaboration on security elements there. I mean, you talk to any climate, uh, climate scientist and they'll tell you that it's going to be a national security concern. And, you know, there's a reason why we focused on climate change as, as a national security risk uh, for countries around the world. And so collaboration on climate change has some security elements as well. So this is not to say, you know, let's take everything under the umbrella of national security, then, you know, if everything's national security, nothing is. But let's also, you know, not be this, you know, uh, black and white about there's only maritime security and exercises together, or you've completely abandoned security collaboration. I think these countries are doing 
you know, glancing blows at security and very direct sometimes blows at security, as you said. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. you know, it, it, it's really, I think the evidence does, doesn't really come up to the argument that they've abandoned security for softer or less security focused issues. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think the underlying point is that a lot of these decisions are strategic and long term. You know, we were talking earlier, even that the Quad Fellowship uh, is about kind of these countries in, in innovating together, you know, making sure that future generations are going to be uh, working together on technology or these other aspects. So that also everything kind of has this underlying strategic value and sense. So we're, we're coming to the, the end of our time here, Aman. I wanted to ask you, how do you see the, the Quad evolving post the summit? Yeah, this is a big question, and I'll try and address it very quickly, which is that I would like to see the Quad put some points on the board. Uh, I think the Quad has announced a lot of great working groups and has picked the right things to work on. Uh, but I think we need to get some achievements under our belts. And I think in vaccines, you know, uh, only about 70 million or so, you know, in, in the first year, obviously, India had a second wave. But if we can get, you know, to that billion mark, get, you know, some really good achievements under the board for some of these working groups, that would be great. Uh, but Akriti, would love to hear your your perspective as well. Yeah, I definitely do think that we, you know, need kind of the, this proof of concept and more tangible outcomes. But I also think, you know, the, the recent Quad principles on technology, design, development, governance, and use, I thought that was really interesting because that's about, you know, shaping the rules of the road for the future of technology. And I think those things are also important, especially in light of concerns arising out of Chinese technology and innovation. We'll see how those you know, rules are enforced, but I, I thought that was really interesting and could mean something big in the future. But uh, thank you so much, Aman, for joining me. Uh, we are out of time, and I hope to do this again with you sometime. Yeah, thanks for teaching me something new in six minutes, Akriti. Amazing that we can do this. Thanks for setting this up. Thanks, Aman. <laughs>